Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, Miss Piggy's Aerobeak Exercise Workout Album from 1982. Are you ready to do the workout? Yeah! Yeah! This is a beginner's workout. Stand with your feet a little more than hip distance apart. Stomach tight, buttock pulled in. Pull out of your torso and head right to and back to... That's a clip from Jane Fonda's workout. A workout video adapted from Jane Fonda's workout book, released in 1981. It was the first of its type done by a celebrity. The book was a number one bestseller and spent over 16 months in the top five. Jane Fonda is the daughter of actor Henry Fonda and socialite Frances Ford Seymour, and she's the sister of actor Peter Fonda. She was nominated for a Tony Award in her acting debut on Broadway in 1960. The same year, she also made her film debut in Tall Story. She's a seven-time Academy Award nominee, winning on two occasions. She won her second BAFTA award for 1979's The China Syndrome, a movie in which she fractured her foot during the filming. And because of this, she started doing strengthening exercises and aerobics, and she eventually turned this in to the Jane Fonda workout. Also in 1981, there would of course be an accompanying album, Jane Fonda's Workout Record. It reached the top 40 in the U.S., peaking at number 15. But it's not exactly bizarre. It's just a compilation of popular songs with Fonda giving workout instructions over the top of the music. It featured songs from artists like Jimmy Buffett, Boz Skaggs, and the Jacksons. To start the workout, we're going to begin with a warm-up. Stand with your feet a little more than hip distance apart. Stomach pulled in, buttocks tight. We're going to start with head rolls. To the right, head back and left, forward, head right... On April 24, 1982, Fonda released her first exercise video, Jane Fonda's Workout. Jane Fonda's Workout became the highest-selling home video of the next few years. The video's release not only inspired people to get in shape, but it also helped build the entire home video industry. Here's Fonda on Ellen in 2014. Prior to my first workout tape, which was a, a VCR, there was no video industry because right. it cost too much to buy the hardware to play it. Right. My, my, my video came out and suddenly a lot of people said, oh, I want to use that over and over and over and it was worth their spending the money to get the hardware. Yeah. So it really launched the video industry. Plus it launched women being okay with muscles. Jane Fonda's workout would go on to become the highest selling VHS of all time. It was the first of her 22 workout videos, which would go on to sell over 17 million copies. And this began a huge second career for her. She had unintentionally started a fitness craze among baby boomers, particularly women who at that time were approaching middle age. Fonda herself was 43 at the time. Soon, other fitness instructors capitalized on the fitness craze. As I talked about in episode 24, Richard Simmons had become extremely popular, also releasing an album. Jazzercise, which had actually been around since 1969, was suddenly enjoying a rise in popularity. Other workout tapes like Buns of Steel and 20-Minute Workout also started popping up. 
And with success comes parody. In 1983, Saturday Night Live parodied Jane Fonda's workout. Disney started Mouser Size in 1982. And even the music video for Olivia Newton-John's 1981 hit, Physical, hopped onto the fitness bandwagon, featuring her in workout clothes, helping overweight men lose weight. The video went on to win Video of the Year at the 1983 Grammys, and 10 years later, it was the first video to be shown on MTV's Beavis and Butthead. She's gonna powder his butt. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> Whoa, that looks cool. This sucks. Let's watch something cool. It's time to play the music. It's time to light the light. It's time to meet the Muppets on the Muppet Show tonight. Jim Henson's wildly popular Muppet Show had ended its run in 1981. But the Muppets weren't going away. They continued into movies, TV specials, and sometimes, albums. And that's where an unlikely parody of the Jane Fonda workout arose. In September of 1982, Miss Piggy's Aerobeak Exercise Workout Album was released on Warner Brothers Records. Before getting into Piggy's workout, we get Stereo Warm-Up to start the album. Stereo is spelled S-T-E-R-E-A-U to give it a fancied-up French spelling, like they do with Aerobeak in the album's title, fitting of Miss Piggy's personality. Stereo warm-up helps get your soundulizer, or noisolator as Piggy calls it, ready for the workout. First, we'll try the balance. To the right, to the left, in the center. In the center. Pray good. Now, the volume. All the way up, all the way down. All the way up, all the way down. Very good. Now, exercise the tone control. Miss Piggy made her debut on The Muppet Show in 1976. Well, kind of. 1976 saw the debut of Miss Piggy the way we know her, but her first known appearance was on the Herb Albert and the TJB special, which aired on ABC in 1974. But she looked and sounded a bit different than the way we know her, portrayed here by Muppet performer Jerry Nelson. Piggy. Hey, Piggy, you got your bit worked out with the band back here? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. This is for you, Herbie. Hit it, boys. <laughs> On The Muppet Show, Piggy started resembling more of her classic look. At first, only a minor character, but in time she became one of the show's central characters. The Miss Piggy that we all know was famously portrayed by Muppet performer Frank Oz. But it didn't start that way. At first it was fellow Muppet performer Richard Hunt. Here's Oz in the documentary Muppet Guys Talking. It was Richie Hunt had Piggy first. Do you prefer Shakespeare to bacon? And then, uh, after about two shows, we kind of went back and forth on Piggy. I know it sounds silly, but I am going on a diet. In rehearsal, I had a scene with Kermit, and I was supposed to slap him, and for some unknown reason, I karate chopped him. Created Piggy for me, because 
she is really a truck driver underneath. I always love hidden things in characters. Yeah. And what's hidden in her is that she's not, she can't sing, she can't tell <laughs> jokes, she, she, she can't dance, she's a pig. Yeah, she's not attractive. Yeah, she's single. But she has, she has this tremendous bravado. The reason she's funny is she covers all the pain. Yeah. That's the reason she's funny. I suppose all this stuff is my insecurity, m- m- my neurosis with Piggy, my, you know. Just They're like, all just pieces of you that you all of a sudden right. magnify. Absolutely. A voice very similar to Miss Piggy was heard in other female characters performed by Oz before it was Piggy. Listen to this 1971 Sesame Street skit featuring Frank Oz as Snow White. You're all dwarves, right? Yeah, so what? Well, I'm Snow White. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Throughout The Muppet Show and into The Muppet Movies, Miss Piggy's romantic pursuit for Kermit the Frog was a constant. So Kermit also reluctantly makes an appearance on the album for Lift the One You Love. I love to lift my love the way my love lifts me. All right, Kermit, now you lift the one. Uh, well, I really don't think... But Kermit, that... I'm as light as a feather now. Uh, yeah, well, it's just that, uh, well, I strained myself. Oh, dear, what happened? Uh, well, what happened was, uh, I, I was playing tennis and I got tennis flipper. Tennis flipper? Mm-hmm. Which flipper? Uh, I, I forgot. That song runs with one of the main gags of this record, a pig leading a workout routine. In reality, Piggy cares more about what she's wearing and what she's eating than working out. This is made especially clear on Snacks or Snacks. Snacksercise also appeared on 1982's The Fantastic Miss Piggy Show, a variety show that aired on ABC. It was hosted by Miss Piggy with guest stars George Hamilton, John Ritter, and Tony Clifton. I just want to say one thing before I go. I'm going to get something straight here. I just want everybody to know I am here as a favor to the pig. I, just, I, personally, I, I don't understand how a pig gets her own show, but anyway, that's the way things are. I think the funny thing is that a, a pig gets her own show, but I am here as a favor to get the ratings to go up. It wasn't for me. There'll be no ratings Tony, on this stupid show Tony, because I... Tony, uh, Tony, Tony, how's everything? Oh, hello, hello Miss Piggy. Uh, I was just telling everybody how much I enjoy being on your show. I appreciate very much you letting me be a guest on your show. Thank you. Clifton, of course, was an intentionally unfunny and obnoxious character made famous by Andy Kaufman a character that he would always deny that he played. And sometimes he didn't. Sometimes it wasn't him. It was portrayed by his friend and collaborator, Bob Zamuda. Supposedly, the performance on the Fantastic Miss Piggy show is Andy Kaufman, but who can really say for sure? Aside from her glitz and glamour, 
Piggy is also known sometimes for her rage when she thinks someone has insulted her. As she says at the beginning of the song, Exercise Your Rights, quote, Good manners and proper behavior are important, but there are times when you must exercise your rights. After all, letting people walk all over you may be good exercise for them, but it's lousy for you. End quote. While none of the musicians are credited on the record, the album does list a fair amount of credits, one of which is album headlines, text, and Miss Piggy's dialogue written by Henry Beard. Henry Beard is one of the founders of National Lampoon, a humor magazine that started as a spin-off from the Harvard Lampoon. It spawned films like the Vacation Movies with Chevy Chase, books, and albums. The magazine was known for pushing boundaries, so while it's a little surprising that he supplied the words for Miss Piggy, Keep in mind that The Muppet Show featured stars like Alice Cooper, and Richard Pryor appeared in The Muppet Movie and even Sesame Street. That's an A. And here's a B. And nobody care about no C. In addition to this album, Henry Beard wrote for many Miss Piggy productions, including The Fantastic Miss Piggy Show, The Miss Piggy Cover Girl Fantasy Calendar, and even the best-selling book Miss Piggy's Guide to Life, which was credited as being by Miss Piggy as told to Henry Beard. It spent 29 weeks on the New York Times bestseller list, peaking at number four. The album's cover reads, America's most talented and glamorous superstar shows you how to keep fit and stay slim and trim with a few minutes of daily dance movements so simple you can actually perform some of them in your sleep. And that's indeed the case with the side one closer, Dream Dancing. I improve the exercise value of my slumbers by thinking of some energetic activity before I go to sleep. Moi's favorite is ballroom dancing, which I'm dynamite at. And I dance all night long in my dreams with my cony and awake a slimmer and trimmer moi. So, ready? Get into bed. Pull up the covers. The music and lyrics were written by the album's producer, Joe Raposo. Raposo was best known for his work on Sesame Street, writing many classic songs for the show, such as C is for Cookie, Be in Green, and even the theme song. But he also wrote music for shows like The Electric Company, and even the theme song to Three's Company. Come and knock on our door. Come and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. With the kisses are hers and hers and Yes, the Three's Company and Sesame Street theme songs were written by the same guy. Joe Raposo also had songs he's written recorded by Frank Sinatra, and Raposo's song Sing, that was originally for Sesame Street, even became a number three hit for the Carpenters in 1973. Sing, sing a song, make it sing.
the exercise routine, or lack of, continues with sit down, which is about sitting down, which does fit in with the other things listed on the album's cover, claiming there's no heavy lifting things, no getting out of breath, and no boring calisthenics. On a stool or a cot, in your pool, on your yacht. Two, three, four, relax, two, three, four, walk it do this all day. You don't need a fancy sofa, chaise lounge, or the like. You can even sit down on a hike if you're silly enough to go on one in the first place. The album was recorded by Eric Tomlinson a British recording engineer who recorded and or mixed the scores to more than 120 movies, including the original Star Wars trilogy, which, of course, also featured the voice of Frank Oz, this time as Yoda. But we all knew that, right? Yes! Put all your quaffer instruments where you can reach them easily, sit down in front of a very large mirror, and get ready for Miss Piggy's heroic exercises! Ready! Now! Brush, comb, tease, and curl. Brush, comb, tease, and curl. Faster, brush, comb, tease, and curl. Brush, comb, tease, and curl. The vinyl release came with a workout guide insert that also unfolds into a Miss Piggy poster. It all came and went without much fanfare, only reaching number 206 on Billboard's bubbling under the top LPs chart. The album's cover features Miss Piggy doing Jane Fonda's famous workout pose in a nice clean room, but the cover then wraps around to reveal a messy floor littered with champagne bottles, shoes, and even a voluptuosity chart. The back cover also includes a note saying, with very special thanks to Frank Oz for his invaluable inspiration and many contributions to this album. Frank Oz would continue to perform Miss Piggy until 2002, when he retired from the Muppets. The role of Miss Piggy was handed over to Muppet performer Eric Jacobson. Since the early 80s, Frank Oz has also worked as a director, directing movies like Little Shop of Horrors, What About Bob, and Bowfinger, a movie co-starring a comedian who has released some music of his own, Eddie Murphy. But that is for another time. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram, at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Thaxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums.